Hi everyone, this is LOA Uncorked with Gina and Holly. We intend to have some fun around Law of Attraction principles. Let's discover and unleash the magic that exists inside ourselves. Tune in as we go on the hero's journey together to uplevel our lives with no bullshit, all truth, and nothing but fun. Grab a glass and join our virtual VIP conversation. We have that pop of the cork. We want to put it somewhere. I think maybe even at the beginning maybe of the Maybe we keep it always. I don't know. We'll have to listen oh, and see how good it is. Great idea. It's a vouve. A vouve. It's a rosé vouve. Because we are rosé girls. Rosé. 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 And the bubbles. Yeah. We okay, listen. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly. And this is Gina. I'm so excited today. What is today, Holly? Come oh, on, happy come on. Podversary. Podversary. One year ago. One whole year. Our podcast actually debuted today. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. All yes. Right. Well, we're celebrating early. That's well, the way because it should be. it's a Friday and it's time to celebrate. It's time to celebrate. We cracked the Vuv. We started with Vuv. Our photo shoot had Vuv there. It did. As oh. a prop, but we drank it. That was. <laughs> Well, whatever it takes. I mean, you know, we had to get comfortable with those glamour shots, Gina. Yes, and we have Vuv today, and guess what? We're drinking that too. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay, we are. Let's just clink our glasses. Here we go. All right. That didn't sound so good. Happy anniversary, Gigi. Happy anniversary. I love you. Thank you to all of our listeners for being great supporters all throughout the year. It has been the best the best year ever. It's been so much fun. It's been great having you with us. Absolutely. I second that. Ditto that. Mm-hmm. And so we are celebrating tonight. It's going to be so good. And uh, if you like this podcast, please share it. Please share we it. love it. Tell or a friend. Do a rating on Apple or wherever you listen and write a few comments. That'd be great. Thank Perfect. you so much. Perfect. Uh, okay. So Gigi. Yes. Here. Down to business. Down to business. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I need to tell everyone that this week Uh-oh. you had me actually on the floor in stitches. <laughs> so Gina and my daughter was like, I heard you like basically losing your shit. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and she was like, it's during work hours. It was during work hours. We were in the middle uh-huh. of a right. conference call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, how's everything going with Layla, her dog, her black dog. Oh, we both okay. have little black dogs. Because, oh, she has a big black dog. Big I have a little, dog, black, yeah. little black dog because we decided in one meeting one day a few years ago that we... She wanted a black dog, and I thought, well, I want one too. And so I don't know why I would do that. So I was copying her. Truth be told, I always copy her. Oh my god! And so funny. we ended up having black dogs at the exact same time. I, That's a perfect. true story. But I, and I think really, truly, I mean, the dogs are brilliant and beautiful, and the best part of the whole story. But I do think getting you know distraction from our meeting and shopping for dogs during our work meeting wasn't too bad either. Yeah, don't I mean, tell I truly, anybody. This was a long time ago, so we can't get in trouble for it. But yes. people were just gnawing on, okay? And we were like, no, I'm not having any part of it. And you we didn't on, have, We were you on petfinder.com. We were, and, and we totally were. And we weren't on video back then. Now no, I can't get away with it. I have to true. look 
halfway decent, like I'm paying attention on video. Yes. Anyway, so we were having one of these meetings, but it wasn't as boring as that. No. But we were asking Gina. And it wasn't Gina, like a big, big, big no, meeting. No, we, 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 we were asking Gina how Layla is her black dog. Mm-hmm. And her dog was go. having medical issues. And so she says... Well, you know, she goes through this the whole thing, diatribe. Yeah. And she says, well, the knee is right where, right after the skinny part. And then there's the knee and then there's the fatter part. And we went, yeah, where, where the fuck is the knee usually? And she's like, she got offended. I, uh, she I does. Did. No, she gets like frustrated and offended. Like she wanted to kill us, but she couldn't because we weren't in the physical location. I know. And so she just gets all huffy. And then the huffier she got, the funnier it was for me. The funnier it was for me, the huffier she got. Do you well, see and this? Then you were like, then you're like, well, I don't understand. And you started to play dumb and that made me more huffy. Well, I mean, I it made me mad. Being, uh, because then, well, I wasn't playing dumb. With your, <laughs> with your description, we thought that actually you were playing dumb. And so, so, I so I said, just draw it. Let me see what it looks like. And then um, she drew it and she drew the knee. I, and I go, where's the ass? So then she had to draw the tail. I did, I did. Anyway, the longest short of it, she drew this little thing and she's holding up to the video camera. <laughs> and like me and the other gal, Carrie, we we're like dying. La- I'm, I'm like on the floor. <laughs> She's not laughing. No, she I wasn't. Think, I was no. like serious. She was huffy and angry. And I, I go, said, it's right here. It's right. And I'm highlighting. And you're like, you're no. not even paying attention now. No, you're like, I don't even care right now. It's so funny. And so I go, please text that to me. And I don't know what, what came over her. She texted it to me. <laughs> I am going to put it on social media. I said, I'm putting it on social media. And she threatened my, yep. my, I don't know what. I'm going to take so, your black dog. You can have him. It is a su- <laughs> he is a supermodel. I love him, but you can have him anyway. Um, and so you have to see this. The knee is up where the groin is. I mean, <laughs> it is like, not. No, it, it doesn't is not. make sense. She goes the way the dog is designed. She was acting like she's an MD. Well, I mean, she he walked me through it. But let me well, let he, me just tell you, when the skin is not on the leg that they're showing you on that little chart oh, so on you the wall. Saw a- the bones. I saw the bones on the wall. You know how they have like those See anatomy she's charts? trying to like, no. no. Like she's yelling at me and she has no smile. And I she, don't. No, I'm not. No, I'm serious. I was. But we're I gonna, I'm going to post it. Way- I'm going to take a poll. I'm going to say, is the knee here? Yes or no? <laughs> right by the unja part area. Because it's a girl. Her dog is a girl. So she, the girl has the unja. Well, and so, I think like, our listeners will look and see that. That is nowhere near the groin where I highlighted. That, just just look what? for the highlighted you area, like people. When we laugh You're going to totally you. get it. You're going to totally get it. But I'm just telling you, I think because not only did he show me the actual, you know, joint on that little diagram thing, he was like, I think you were smoking to a joint. Feel, no, I with him. Good was Lord. he handsome? No, <laughs> no. Dr. Black is very, very serious. Very serious. I like a serious doctor. <laughs> Good God. Well, I mean, he was, he like, he was like feeling her legs, trying to figure out the of muscle structure. Of course he was. Oh. Because he couldn't find her knee. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was basing a little bit okay, of where I thought it. the knee okay, was based on what I saw him doing and feeling. So I, I mean, I could have been wrong. God only what, knows what's going what, on. Was, was he feeling you to try to, to no. show you? No, he would know. But I'm saying, I was he saying your knee comes in between like the skinny part and the fatter part. The knee is there. 
Maybe. I mean, I'm done discussing this. If you don't believe me, that's fine. You oh go find God. the knee by yourself. I don't know. I, I don't but know. I'm telling it, you, it was, it was good. very funny. I like good. funny things because you know mm-hmm. what? Humor helps. And that we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to, ha- we had so much humor going on, but we're going to talk about um, stressors today yeah, and yeah. how when stress lives in you, um, it takes away from your creativity to manifest and to solve problems. We're going to talk right. about that today. That sounds super heavy, but before that, I'm just going to tell you that I'm on the uh, things that should never get posted that I want to post, which is this picture of the dog. I mean, honest <laughs> to God. She goes, it's a two-second drawing. It doesn't matter. You're going to get the picture. Yes. It's the location, not the artistic quality of the You all get the picture. The she dog. clearly did not, but that's And okay. then when we were at BS and SB, which is Big Sur and Santa Barbara, we mm-hmm. went on a little trip, had so much fun. It was a girl's trip. We were doing so girls ha- hazing to Annie. Yep. And uh, she came through like, you know, like- She like was a I pro. Mean, she's a champion. No one would have believed that was her first girl's trip. Nobody. Okay. Given like, the bullshit like, we put her up. I mean, I mean right. it was, okay, like yeah, it, was, it was it was intense. Yep. Uh, but what she did to us, and she's you know, this girl is mm-hmm. a smart girl. We mm-hmm. are inebriated, and <laughs> somehow at the end of the evening, we decide that she should get on TikTok. So uh-huh. she created an account. Yep. Under- this is what happens when middle-aged women are bored in the middle of the <laughs> night. We try and do what the other kids, what the kids do. Like we are like, oh, let's do uh-huh. TikTok. Let's I mean, do that's TikTok. what all the kids do. I know. And I was like, oh, I don't get it, but let's do it. I know. And so she- We all had, none of us had it. She, so she had created, to download it. Yes. She created an account, downloaded it, and created a TikTok video of us doing a dance. Mm-hmm. And thank God. Okay. Like this is why she's like, she gets like, Academy Awards for being the best first time person ever. She did not post that shit. Okay, I would have. No, she really it. did. I mean, and then the next morning, I would I would have hidden my head under a pillow, right, and said, "What the hell did I do?" And right. then somehow I would just get my swag back and right, and just live with the posting. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I don't think once it's posted, I don't think there's anything you can no. do about it. And yeah, then, and you know what? I don't really don't care who right. sees it. But, but thank I was God, my, Annie was smarter than that. She was even inebriated. You she guys was were better. dressed, but I wasn't. Like I had my bra on and my spiritual gangster, and oh, half of right. my breasts were hanging out. And well, they not were exactly, not. but they were like, it was clear that there was something going on. I was. Underneath Not, the, I, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in my pajamas. Right. My, my girl pajamas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but this thing, listen, <laughs> I do want to Well, let's post just say this. So let's just back up just a little bit on, on how we got there. Because we are, the other um, partner in crime that we had on this trip, Carrie. Yes. Carrie is a no joke, fucking amazing dancer. Like yes. no joke. Oh, yeah. And, and. Carrie and Holly both had gone to uh, what they call JLo's dance classes for, oh, years, two years maybe, Holly, over a period yeah. of time. Yeah. So they would go to this mixed fit class and they would dance and they were always, they would always say they're, you know, getting ready for to try out for JLo. And, and so Holly has some practice in this area too. Now- Oh, I'm terrible. Though. Gina never like, went. To the no, no. Well, yes, you had the benefit me. of the class. <laughs> she did not. She declined me a thousand times. Oh, I did had to she? Give up. Yeah, I did. Okay, I did because I'd go in there and I'd go, "Why don't I ever improve?" Like I went like re- <laughs> religious, and then I was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I really can't. I don't have the moves. Yeah, yeah. And so, but well, she Carrie's, does. Mo- um, Carrie's, she does. I, it's so like she her body. Or- it's like her joints move in a different way. Like I, I mean, tried- maybe her knees in a different spot. Oh, shut. Up. Here we go. <laughs> I I'm think just her knee is by her unja. 
just like Layla. I they know. have the oh, same God. knee by the unja. So when she was having knee surgery, it was really unja surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm sure everyone can understand the unja is, um, you know, far, it, Farsi for, um, you know. The what, vagina? The vagina. Yeah, I don't like that word either. Yep. V- 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 I vagina. like unja better, actually. Yeah, well, we, use, we say unja. Anyway, yeah. keep yeah. going. Okay, so, so... so But my point is, Carrie is like wicked good. And so when this whole idea of dancing and getting a song and they're both into it, I, I'm like hanging back because I'm like, I'm not qualified. I'm not prepared. I'm not trained. I'm not, you know... You're an untrained volunteer. I'm an untrained, <laughs> not even volunteer. I mean, I think I'd be like... I'm not sure what I am, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And, and we've really inebriated. So okay, I was like, on. no. Okay. So what so, happened? So the, the, the fact of the matter is I was bullied. I oh. was bullied and shamed into showing my skills in a, uh, non prepared way to make everyone laugh. That's what I feel bullied. What do you think about that? I mean, that's some shit. Okay. That's some hocus pocus <laughs> shit. You were like, you ran into that. And I was laughing, but I was trying to do my part. Okay. And, and no, poor Carrie's in the front. You're in the back. Trying know, to count. Should, like I knew what the fuck she was counting for. Like I, I think, was like. I think we should post on the story so it goes no, away. No, it's so, so it bad. Goes away. It, I was totally like, no. It's but so bad. It's so bad. You look good though. I think you look good. I think I look bad in the front. I'm like in the front. So I look like extra large. And then my hair is like extra stringy. Oh and no, then, no. I it, was, I, it was awful. But listen, I'm just going to tell you, I went in there. The minute I said, yes, I'm going all in. I'm going to like pretend oh my God. I know you, what the hell I, I'm doing. I'm just going to zoom in on you, put the highlight there. And, I'm and going post all it. in. Now I do want to say that um, I don't realize that when I lean back, the chin elongates like in a major way. And I'm like very cautious of that. I'm aware now having watched the video, I'm aware. So I'm going to keep my head really straight and not pull my head back at all. Cause that is not a good look. Okay. So that we coupled are, with my dance moves, can, not a good look. Can I just say, as we get into this episode, can I just say like, uh, both of us did this like highly critical of yeah. our looks, which we're all in self-development on that and mm-hmm. embracing our neck and our mm-hmm. lar- extra largeness in the front of the classness or our, whatever it is. We are embracing our broken it, unjas and all kinds of business. I mean, that's, I mean, we're, we're a work in process with you. So yes, okay, indeed. So, uh, this podcast is inspired from Brene Brown from, uh, the GG. And do mm-hmm. you want to just you. say yeah. where that came from? Yeah. So I was, um, you know, there's a handful of podcasts that we listen to pretty religiously. And for me, Brene Brown is, is one of them. And she had, um, uh, actually twin sisters on, um, both have doctorate degrees. Um, and they were talking about a book that they wrote a few years back, but it was around, uh, stress and, and burnout. And she talked about it from a, not only just an emotional, but also pace anxiety, stress, all of those things. And I found it fascinating to listen to. And, and the, the combination of her and her sister, um, her sister's a doctorate in music, um, which comes at things from a, um, therapy standpoint, music therapy standpoint. So it was just fascinating to listen to and to listen to all of the ways in which, um, stress, um, and anxiety and burnout manifest in the body, um, in, in terms of how you show up emotionally for others, what you can take on in life, all of those kinds of things. So I just found it fascinating. Um, 
And so I talked to Holly about it because, you know, like Holly said, we're, we're all in this together and each of us are working on our own um, pieces of work and areas to, to improve. And, um, you know, the, the concept that was discussed quite a bit in the podcast was around, you know, walking all the way through um, a process of, of um, reconciling something that causes you uh, anxiety, stress burnout, the, the things that um, in your life that put you in a position where you're um, doing something that feels inauthentic, it doesn't resonate for you, and it, you build up anxiety, shame, frustration, disappointment, whether it be with yourself or others, that builds up. And unless you resolve that wholly, you don't ever really get rid of it. It manifests in quiet places in the body, in your psyche, in how you live day to day, how you engage with people day to day. It was just fascinating the ways that it shows up. So, Well, and the book is about completing, like you were just saying, mm -hmm. how do you get rid of it? Completing that stress cycle. And so Gigi uh, told me about it and I listened to it too. We have not read the book. Right. But, you know, like I have my own viewpoint and spin on that. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that... So we we dialogued about it a little bit, yeah. and from my perspective, uh, they really don't. Other than saying that you'll know when the stress right. is gone right. in your body, they don't have an ability. They didn't tell you how. Other than you'll know, and I'm like, I hate that. Okay, yeah, no, and I, I don't know true. whether the book has something, but I think I know what other than that, what it is. And so we started talking about it. So mm -hmm, we wanted mm -hmm. to share that. Uh, our listeners can go over there and listen to their um, their whole bot podcast. Right. And we'll put that in the show notes. But also, Gina, I think when we're under, so we're under COVID. So there's, well, I want to yeah. talk about like current stressors. And that's kind of why I thought it was really important to yeah. like, talk about and dialogue, not only just for us, because we've got things we're working on independent of one another, but, but also just the times we're in and the things we're hearing about people dealing with. And so just, it's an awareness that really hadn't really thought about the completion of a process. Um, and unless you do right. that. So I just thought it was really helpful because of COVID in, in particular. Um, so. Right. And so during COVID times, we want to talk about that because that stress buildup but we want to talk about bigger stress buildups, like you were yeah. saying, like we're talking about like divorce or mm -hmm. other things like that. Loss. Loss. And mm -hmm. when you don't complete that stress cycle, so it's beyond burnout, I would say. Yeah. It's these deeper subjects. Um, you, you're not freed up. Right. So you're right. You're, it's in your body. Mm-hmm. But it's in your psyche somewhere. It's in your too. mind. It's on your mind somewhere. Absolutely. Somewhere. Yep. And so you're not freed up. Your energy isn't 100% freed up to solve your current stressor, to, to uh, actually find a creative solution, to right. manifest certain things. Right. So you're not. A hundred percent focused on that because you're still caught in the past. But you may not, and and they talked a lot in the podcast about sometimes it's so 
um, subconscious that you don't even realize that toll it continues to take. Right. And they add up. They right? add up. And then right. they they compound each other. They talk, exactly. You know what I really love, Gina? Yeah. I love that they talked about the tunnel. That, yes. Like, like Visually, I Do you love that? Do you agree. want to describe yes. the tunnel? Yeah. So she talked about, you know, um, you know, just like any, any challenge or any, if you think about the visual, you know, you start in the light, you're dealing with either trauma or uh, stress or anxiety or a really challenging situation, whether it's divorce or loss or anything like that. And you get in this tunnel, she calls it a tunnel and uh, it's dark and it's long, but unless you complete and come back out on the, to the other side in the light that you stay there and that darkness and all that. So she talked about walking it all the way through until, like you said, um, you're out of the tunnel, I, right? I don't love the fact that it, you'll just know. But I do think if you think about a tunnel and, and going from complete pitch black to bright light, you're going to know when you're through it because it's going to be that stark of a difference, even though right. it's not like a milestone or something you can actually maybe even articulate. But right. you'll know when you're you're through it and you feel that lightness and brightness and all that other Well, and stuff. you do know when you're stuck. Oh, absolutely. When you're in the middle of the tunnel, you, you still, you know, you're even in the if you're, yeah. So whether it's something that like is a stressor from work right now during COVID or whatever it is, you know, helping homeschool your kids or whatever that that is too much time with your husband. I don't know. Right. Whatever that, that stressor is, you know, it exists Yes, and you know, you're in the tunnel. So they talk about how to relieve it, but I want to talk about how you know whether you've gotten rid of that and all the other heavy things like divorce. Right. And from my perspective, Gina, and we were dialoguing about mm -hmm. this, I was like, we all know when we're triggered. Yeah. And a trigger is a stressor. Right. And we all know when we're not triggered by the same thing. Right. Okay. So I gave my divorce as an example. And I said, you know, in the very, very beginning, uh, you know, just saying his name might trigger me. Right. Um, uh, and, and now pretty much anything can happen. And I don't, I'm not, right. I don't even have a pulse about it. I'm like, okay, it's all right. You know, yeah. we're, we're good. And I've, yes. I've moved through it. So I know I'm on the other side. Like I, so the part where she, she kept saying, you know, yeah. I know I'm not triggered anymore. He can text me any kind of, not that he does, but he can text me bullshit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, okay, right. Really? Okay. Yeah. You know, and not be really triggered. Right. And so that's how I know. Does it impact you physically, no. emotionally? Oh yeah. All that stuff. No, yep. but like maybe, you know, your yeah. boss says something to you that you're like, God damn it. Okay. He says yep. something like, or whatever she, or whatever it is. Um, you are still triggered by that. You've not dealt with it. Right. Yep. Exactly. And so I like to think of it, I would add on to that. And maybe they have it in the book and we're not giving them credit for, it, I don't know, but they certainly didn't talk about it in the yeah. Brene's mm -hmm. podcast. But for me, that's how I know whether I'm through something. And I think if my childhood, I, I stuffed a lot of things because yeah. I didn't even, I used to ask you, am I feeling anything? Do I know? Right. And some of the things that they talked about doing some people naturally do like go for a run right to get through it i don't you know go through go hug somebody for 20 seconds right i think holding the pets they didn't say that but i hugged oh, my princey totally my little agree. dog that we were talking about he because he's the only one that likes to hug and um and i hug him and that feels good mm -hmm. i don't think hugging him could have gotten me through my divorce though no. you know i had extra help well and they do say that that's just it's 
a part of the process to work through. It's right. not that, you know, going for a run is not going to solve the whole problem, but it does manage the, the physical, um, and, and in some cases emotional too, obviously with right. and things. Um, but that absolutely helps with that part of it. But while you continue to work your way through the process of healing and, you know, getting through that stress tunnel and getting through all of that. So, but, you know, one thing that, you know, they did talk about, and and I think just by sheer discussion of it today, I think just being mindful that there is a process to complete. Honestly, I hadn't even really, which sounds silly, but I hadn't even really thought about it like that to be, and you and neither I, neither did I, neither I did never I thought about it like that. And I, you know, I think about, you know, you and I talked, um, when we were chatting the other day about, you know, I think about my dad's passing and while I think I walked through that, I don't think I ever fully dealt with it. And I think it comes up a lot for me. So you'd still be in the tunnel. I think I'm still in the tunnel and I think it has a ripple into a number of other things in my life too that and it's it's not bad it just i don't realize i don't think i understand how much that still impacts me because i'm not mindful of you know that i hadn't completed a process does that make sense it makes sense well i mean that is the earth shattering thing is that you yeah. think well okay you cry and the interesting things they, they cuz i'm sure you cried with your father's passing oh, right so you think okay i'm done i, I felt do. it yeah. I felt it. I'm done. And it's normal to probably still be triggered by the event that your father is no longer walking on earth. He's right. with you, but right. he's oh, not yeah, here. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And the fact, but the, but, but the reality is, you know, you move on, life moves on. You, yeah. you, th- to your you point, check you that think box or whatever worked through it. You're mm-hmm. still going to be sad because to your point, I mean, he's no longer here, which is right. not at all what any of us would want. And, and so you I think I'm done. And then when right. I listen to this podcast, I think, you know, I think I'm starting to reflect on things that I still feel stuck or still feel like have an impact on me. And I can tr- trigger, I can actually go back to a couple things in my life that I am clear I didn't walk all the way through the process. And in many ways, it still shows up for me whether it's in my health, whether it's in my anxiety, whether it's in my ability. Because I do think if you're almost like uh, you have a, um, a task to do. Yes. And it's like in the back of your mind and all, you know, and you, maybe you carry it. You're supposed to do it two weeks ago and you didn't do it. And you, Well, carrying it with you is horrible. So exactly. This is the same this thing. This is the same thing. But, right. But this is like one of those things you, it's not like a task on a to-do list. Right. So you don't even know it's there. Until you start to think about, well, how I love that analogy, right? And then, but but it's like it's always there in the back of your mind. It's always sort of nine, always always heavy. It's in your it's body. A little weight. It's and in it's your body. Exa- exactly. And you don't even realize. And you it to don't check even it off, think, but to, you're carrying to it. acknowledge it even. To not and then even they compounded it. year yeah. over year, and you still haven't dealt with it. And then you add new things to it. I right. mean, you know, my dad passed eleven years ago, so I mean, it's there are new things that, that have come yeah. come forward, and so I I. It was just profound to me. I went, huh, hadn't ever, we've talked a lot on this podcast yeah. about, you know, history and things that we're continually, continually working on and trying to um, better ourselves, ready ourselves, right. all those things. And this was one that I didn't even truly even think about, to be honest, right? which is, um, was eye-opening to me. And I, I felt like I had to share it with you immediately. And 
I can think of a handful of friends I absolutely think should listen to it because it would it's a it's it's a gift and a concept I hadn't even thought about. It is. And I think that we we take it one step further, at least from a manifestation standpoint, mm-hmm. is let's rid ourselves of those triggers as, uh, yep. as we can and uh, free up that energy to create new or create solutions for whatever the stressor is 100%. if it hasn't been solved. Or if it's an old stressor, let's figure out a way to move through that and get on the other side of the tunnel. You yeah, because we we were talking um, in preparation for the podcast, and you know we talk a lot about you just got to clear clear your energy so that you can make way yes for new and and what you're manifesting to, yes. to bring it in right. And I, um, I was, you know sharing with Holly like I I think we just need to be really mindful that we're not clearing things just for the sake of clearing things because they're not gone unless you've right. walked it through a process and really feel like you've come out that other side and feel a lightness when you think about whether it's someone's passing or a divorce or whatever that is that you've really taken the time. And, you know, I think back to your divorce and, and I a hundred percent agree with you. I think you are completely through that process in a beautiful way, but you worked your ass off to get through that. I did. And you did the work and you hunkered down and you had hard days and hard nights and lots of help. And I did. And you were intentful to get yourself to the spot you're at. Oh, yeah. And probably more for your kids than if it was just you. I do wonder if if your kids were not involved and that co-parenting piece wasn't involved, would you have walked it through the same way? Yes. You would have. Okay. Yes. I think so. I'm I'm pretty sure I would because I felt so shitty. Yeah. I couldn't stand myself. Oh wow. And so I felt so So the awful. tunnel was yucky. The tunnel had spiders and creatures, right. and maybe alligators that I didn't like. Okay. And so, of course, I wanted to do it for my children. Sure. Uh, but I couldn't stand myself. I couldn't stand where I was at. It was mm. the darkest dark. And you're right. So like when we talk about getting yourself through it, let's talk about that for a second, because they said crying and running mm. and hugging. and mm-hmm. And I say pull out all the stops. And I went through it very, very quick. I have an energy healer that um, Mm -hmm. does an amazing job. And I can put her on the show notes, Lanaya. Lanaya's incredible. She's incredible. And she, I don't know what she did, but she helped move energy. And I was very angry. Uh, And I did a lot of crying, which in past it was hard for me to cry so right. I did a lot of crying my friends helped me you helped me a lot Gina mm-hmm. and picked me up off the floor and um so it's not yeah. one thing so yeah, even though no, they give you those things I'm just saying whatever gets you through it and then all of a sudden I woke up and and I was like I'm fine yeah actually I'm better than fine I'm, yeah. and and I can't even be triggered anymore uh, and you are not an angry human I mean honestly no, I don't see you angry often it was awful. Uh, Maybe uh, that's why I couldn't stand the tunnel yeah. because it's not normal for me. Yeah. It was so out of your character and the way you move in the world. It, it, it was a stark difference for sure. Yeah. yeah and could so have been. it was so uncomfortable yeah. that I couldn't ignore it. Right. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I've been an LOA practitioner for a long time, long time and I do know that it sucks up my energy because I was, you, you're stuck. And yes. I always think of, remember Gilligan's Island and, <laughs> and how Gilligan used to get in quicksand and he'd be like, skipper, you know, like, <laughs> remember that? I mean, that's showing my age, right? <laughs> do that again. Skipper. Okay. 
Oh my god! Oh my and god! And then, like, all so of a good. sudden, you just come back and you see his white hat. Was it white? I don't I, know. It was like beigey. Maybe, I want to see you in that like hat. A, actually, that's a good one. I like that hat. Anyway, and all you could see on the top of the quicksand is the hat or the mm-hmm. eyes. Anyway, that's what I felt like. I felt like it was just sucking the life out of me. Wow. And but not all stressors feel like that to no. me. So I know that there's uh, there are others that I need to clear. Um, and so I I think Gina for the audience. Yeah. Our up level assignment, uncorked is, assignment, yeah, is look at your your triggers and do your best to think about how to move through that tunnel. Yeah, and, and I think f- you could even visualize like, I mean, for me, I know where I'm at in the tunnel. I mean, yeah. I'm almost there. It's just I haven't like pushed the door. Push thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah exactly. Just I just haven't kick. quite gotten all the way out into the light. And so, you know, I think. Do you what, want me to run in the tunnel and kick your butt, and so that you like? No, actually, no, but, I don't no. think. Thank okay. you, though. Okay. Uh, I'll, I I'll just envision the gonna... spiders, and and I'll get okay. myself out. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, perfect. You that don't was want a good me visual. to run down, like? No, no, thanks. All right, fine. No, I don't want you to hurt, mm. hurt your knee. Mm. Near Wherever your that is, by my unja. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so I think when people conceptualize it and and maybe do like you said, do the work of identifying it, think about where you're at in the process and where you're at in the tunnel, or you think you are in the tunnel, and figure out. What's holding me back from like completely letting this, Love releasing that. it, like com- completely yep. releasing it. And, and I don't think it's much, many steps for me- most people, especially if it's something that you've been working through for a long time. I think over time, you maybe subtly take a few steps in the tunnel right. without even knowing it or even knowing there was a tunnel. Um, so I, I just be intentional about closing that and getting out in the light, I think will be huge for, for folks. I love that, Gina. Okay, everyone, until next time. This is our first podcast of the second year. Yay. Woohoo! All right, right. everyone. Have a great week. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncorked.com. See you soon. Bye.